This episode of the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast is sponsored by LL Flooring. These are the floors homes are built on. Visit the experts at your local store or go to llflooring.com forward slash pro to learn more. Home improvements, home renovations, home maintenance, home repairs, and all the other challenges of home ownership. Welcome to the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Seasonal greetings and festive salutations and welcome to the podcast. My name is Doug and I realize that it may be kind of strange putting out a podcast about home improvements on Christmas Eve. But when I relaunched the podcast, I committed to releasing an episode every two weeks and, well, this just happens to be the timing. I will keep this one short though and I'm not really going to talk about home improvements either. 2020 has been a heck of a year, and I'm sure we would all like to see it disappear in the rearview mirror. But the pandemic is still with us, and the simple fact of the matter is that this Christmas is going to be vastly different for many of us. Now, I realize that not all of us celebrate the same way during the holidays, but for the vast majority of us, regardless of our beliefs, this time of year gives us the opportunity to reconnect with family and friends. Well, not this year. Social distancing measures, restrictions on the size of gatherings, and just a general empathy where we don't want to contribute to the spread of this horrible virus. These are the reasons why this holiday season is going to be a whole lot different than what we're used to. But the vaccine is being rolled out, and eventually things will get back to normal. And we will never again take the people in our lives for granted. You know, when you said, I think I'll skip this visit, we'll get together another time. Who knew that another time wouldn't come around for another year or more? This year, the wife, the kid, and I, we're just going to be hanging out at home. Usually, we make a 10-hour road trip to visit my wife's folks and visit other family. And maybe do some after-Christmas shopping and dine out a few times. Well... That simply won't be happening this year. Instead, we will just be in our own little bubble, doing our part to keep people safe and ourselves safe as well. If COVID has taught us nothing else, it has taught us to appreciate what is really important in our lives. And this got me thinking all philosophical-like. I remember when I was a kid, we used to play a lot of board games. This was before video game systems and home computers. Sometimes we'd get them as Christmas gifts or we'd pull them out at family gatherings. And of course, we'd play them throughout the year. But we played board games. And three come to mind. The game of life, payday, and of course, the ever-popular Monopoly. And what do these three games have in common? It's all about the money. Whoever has the most money at the end of the game wins. In the game of life, you either end up in a mansion or you end up destitute. In payday, it was whoever had the most money left over after paying the bills and expenses after a certain number of months. And of course, Monopoly, well, that was all about owning the most stuff and driving everyone else to bankruptcy. Fun. 
it's weird, isn't it? That winning or losing depends on how much you have. Property, dollars. And Christmas is kind of like that too. We buy stuff for others. We receive stuff from others. And I remember as kids, there would always be the comparisons when we returned to school of who got the most expensive gifts or who got the, you know, the, the most popular gift of the year. Everything boiled down to stuff. My mother, may she rest in peace, had an interesting relationship with stuff. And that made Christmas a very stressful time of year. Now, I don't want to get the wrong impression. Mom was not necessarily materialistic. She never expected extravagant gifts. But she did expect gifts. I mean, you couldn't just get her a gift certificate or whatever. That showed no thought or insight. But a piece of jewelry or a cute knickknack or figurine, that was the sort of stuff she wanted. It didn't have to be expensive, but it did usually involve many hours searching hopelessly in the mall trying to find something that was perfect. Finding the perfect gift on a budget. Yeah, no pressure there. Now, as a kid, I didn't put that kind of pressure on my folks. Nope. I was thoughtful and considerate and gave them a list carefully curated from the pages of the Sears Wish Book. That's who I was. Of course, that list was intended for Santa. When I got older and understood the reality of the situation, answering the question of what I wanted for Christmas required a lot more thought and, well, less greed. There were always cassettes or CDs that I wanted. I would have been perfectly happy to get a gift certificate to the music store, but of course, with my mother, that would never do. So my mother, whose musical journey had pretty much ended with Frank Sinatra and Elvis, or my father, who was entrenched in Waylon, Willie, and the Boys, would go out shopping for Metallica or Iron Maiden. It's kind of funny thinking about that now, but geez, you know, I would have been thrilled to just get a gift certificate. And this whole gift givery continued into my adulthood. Really, I did not want or expect my parents to continue buying stuff for me. I mean, it felt weird. You know, I'm not a kid anymore. But at the same time, I was also beginning to enjoy having better insight into what would be the perfect gifts for them. But yes, in November, I would usually be asked what I wanted for Christmas. Now, after I bought my house, the most welcome gift would have been a gift certificate to Home Depot. But of course, my mother had that policy on gift certificates. I remember one year, I'd been talking about setting up my workshop and how my next tool was going to be a router. I wasn't hinting. I did not want or expect them to go out and buy me a router for Christmas. But, you know, a gift certificate towards the purchase would have been very much appreciated. But again, it wasn't expected. Well, needless to say, Christmas Day, I unwrapped a router. 
First of all, no, 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 this is too much. Uh, you shouldn't have. I, I really mean it. But second, I had been researching this purchase for a while, reading reviews, comparing tools, and frankly, the one they bought me didn't rate as high as the one I was planning to purchase for myself. And this became an awkward conversation later when I exchanged the one they bought me for the one I actually wanted. Now, I feel weird and selfish for even saying that. Looking back, of course, I realized that I could have kept their gift and simply bought the other one for myself later and had two routers, one for the table and one for handheld operations, but that didn't cross my mind at the time. But anyway, that brings me to the whole idea of what makes a good gift for a do-it-yourselfer or woodworker. Yeah, it's kind of late for this Christmas, but there's always Father's Day or Mother's Day or birthday or next Christmas. This was the question that somebody posted in the Weekend Woodworker private Facebook group. They were someone who was taking the course, and they were looking for... Christmas gift suggestions for what tool they could buy for their father, who was a longtime woodworker and already had, quote-unquote, every tool. It's the age-old question. What do you give someone who already has everything? While they were looking for that ultimate cool tool, my mind went to the more practical. For example, consumables like Sandpaper or tack cloths. I mean, that type of thing is always appreciated. Woodworkers go through a lot of that stuff. But these are more stocking stuffer type gifts. Kind of like buying golf balls for a golfer. What about some high quality clamps? Because, you know, we all know the joke that the right number of clamps for a job is always one more than you have. But how do you wrap those? And really, uh, practical while appreciated never has that emotional attachment, that specialness that you want in a Christmas gift. I am so glad that I did not respond to that post with those suggestions. Maybe some nice exotic wood, not the usual pine or oak, but maybe some purple heart or zebra wood. That might be a little more in line, unless the person already has a huge stash of wood. But once again, not the most convenient for gift giving. Merry Christmas, Dad. I bought you a board. But I think that was the answer that I was about to type in. My insightful contribution. But while I was formulating my words of wisdom, someone else responded to that question with the answer that, quote unquote, won the internet. Time. What the father would want most is to spend time with his daughter sharing their hobby. Now, I can't remember exactly what the suggestion was. I think it was cutting boards. Spend the day together in the shop making cutting boards. And that reminded me of a few years ago when April Wilkerson, Jay Bates, and Nick Ferry all got together in Nick's shop and had a clock build off. And you can see each of their results on their respective YouTube channels. But apart from the actual builds, it was clear in each of their videos that they were having way too much fun spending that time together in the shop. 
And that's what it all comes down to, isn't it? Time. I imagine that father and daughter spending that day in the workshop, catching up on life while they make their cutting boards or picture frames or birdhouses or whatever. At the end of the day, they can exchange their creations. So they each would have something that the other one made. And that is, in and of itself, kind of special. But the real gift would just be the time that they spent together. Before I wrap things up, I want to thank my sponsor, LL Flooring. LL Flooring is one of America's largest specialty retailers of hardwood flooring. They understand that your floor is the foundation of your home style. And that's why they offer over 400 floors in timeless looks and modern styles, all at the best value. Choose from hardwood, waterproof vinyl, laminate, and tile at any of their over 400 stores. Their flooring experts will help you with every step of your project, from finding the right floor for your space to arranging safe, professional installation. You can even see your new floor in your space before you install with PictureIt, which is their online visualizer tool. Visit llflooring.com forward slash pro to learn more. These are the floors homes are built on. LL Flooring. And I would also like to thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, could you do me a huge favor and tell a friend and help me grow my audience? I would greatly appreciate it. And if you enjoy this podcast, there's another podcast for home buyers, sellers, and owners that you may also like as well. Check out Winnipeg's Real Estate Podcast with weekly market updates, news, and advice for home buyers and sellers. Produced by award-winning agent Bo Kaufman of Remax Performance Realty. Available on all major podcatchers, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Find them at bonos.homes slash podcast. Missing an episode could be hazardous to your wealth. So that's it for this episode of the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Wishing you all the best for the new year. I will be back in 2021, in a couple weeks in fact. Until then, cheers.